welcome to another edition of the Slumber Party Podcast. I am your co-host, Amanda Jusen. I am joined today with my best friend, life partner, life coach, part-time therapist that I don't pay, Liza. <laughs> Liza Ramnarine, according to Siri. <laughs> when I have to... Um, tell my phone to call you. I have to be yeah. like, call Liza Ramory, which makes me laugh because, yeah. and then I think we've talked about it on the podcast before or just us together, but have Amanda Jusson. Yeah. Jusson. But it's also, <laughs> it, the funny part about it is like Siri is also playing me. Cause then I'll be, if I say Liza Ramnarine, It'll be like, I'm sorry, who do you mean, Lisa? And I'm like, no. I mean, so then I say Liza Ramnerine, and she'll go, calling Liza Ramnerine. And she'll say your name, right? Right? I know. I know. Um, so anyway, I it makes me laugh. I from Deanna on our team, and I just yes. phonetically spell my name in brackets. It's so smart. Yeah. I yes. Think it's just helpful to everybody because people feel bad if they don't pronounce your name the way you want it. So I, I also find too, like I've been, so I don't know that people know this, but like Lisa and I have known each other since we were 16 years old and living in Niagara Falls, what, what? Well, 15, but we became friends <laughs> at 16. <laughs> We'll have a whole podcast called Therapy for Lisa and Amanda about getting over about what happened in grade <laughs> 10 English class. <laughs> It'll be great. No one will listen. Yeah. Every time we have a party time, you and I, a few drinks, we always, yeah. always. You were a bitch to me. <laughs> well, you dated my best friend's boyfriend. And you're like, they're broken up. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's amazing. Um, yeah. So, uh, why are we talking about that? Oh yeah. No. Okay. What I was going to say about your name was that I've been connected or reconnected with some Niagara Falls folks. And in, uh, high school, you went by Elizabeth yes. or Elizaveta, which is the right. Russian version of your name. Yes. And so now it's like, I've known you or, or like you've kind of gone by Lisa since probably university. university. Yeah. And then I reinvented um, myself. <laughs> you reinvented, but I think it wasn't though. It's what your mom no. called you. And yes, it's that's, like what, that's what my name is in Russian. People don't exactly. Call you. Yeah, yeah. I, it's like I had been around you that it was it wasn't like this big jump for me. It was like uh, it was a step. It wasn't like, yeah. oh, I guess we're going by this. But for other people who haven't been around you, they're like, how's the Lisa, Lisa, huh? like no one knows what to do. Um, how's Dracova? <laughs> how's that girl who's on your podcast? I'm like Lisa. Um. Anyway, uh, I was inspired by a TikTok video for today's episode topic, um, as I usually am. I actually loved, so this wonderful, lovely person on TikTok um, was like, you know what, tonight we tried sleep training or we started to try sleep training. This is what we did. And she really, she videoed herself kind of going through the steps with her baby and providing comfort and support. It was such a really great video. And then as I'm watching the video, I was like, oh, I would change that and I would change that. And it, just little things, and not me being like, 
I'm going to change that. It was like, oh, I wish I could find her to tell her this is how to make this easier for you. So then I stitched the video um, and I only have like three minutes on those videos. I don't have a lot longer. And I was like, oh, I want to make this an episode because so many people will call and say, we've tried things or we're not um, having success. Or um, you'll hear people on the internet say, I tried it. It doesn't work. And these are some of the reasons why um, it might not work. Um, And so I thought we would take today to kind of discuss that. We have discussed it. I've discussed it before with um, an actual client or she wasn't a client. She was a follower and we had a discussion on the podcast and that was about her issue, but I thought we can get into a couple of specific issues. Um, and I was going to like use this TikTok video as, um, as inspo, as they say, as the kids are saying now, inspo. Jumping off point. Got it. My, I don't know. It's like just a side note. My, um, my husband is a is a lurker on TikTok. He's not a poster. He just lurks and consumes. Um, but he's Nothing like getting into that. the link. <laughs> Who does that? <laughs> I love that your videos that you're getting are about to Sorry. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I, oh, I, yeah. Now I'm getting videos uh, about the work software we use for billing and uh, oh my cloud gosh. tracking. So the, the software that we use at, just in Baby's Best Sleeper Company is called Dubsado. <laughs> and Lisa's getting targeted <laughs> videos. <laughs> Last night I texted Amanda and said I'm getting Dubsado submarines. <laughs> I just and, oh well, yeah the submarine. Yeah. That know. is I can't I I can't talk New about it for real. Unlocked, right? Uh, yeah yeah for this, sure. This is it. For uh, sure. Someone tried to talk about it with me and sorry for those I don't know when you're listening to this. Uh, we're recording this on June twenty second that Titanic submarine lit literally I'm claustrophobic. Number one, I would never do that in my whole life. If I was able to do it for free. Do you remember in Niagara Falls? No, 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 no. You didn't. Okay. In grade eight, if you live in Niagara Falls, sorry, this is a sidetrack. We will get to the topic. If you live in Niagara Falls at some point, your, one of your field trips will be taken to the Brock's monument. Have you mm-hmm. ever done this, Lisa? No, no. I came okay. the year after that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you did. So it's usually like, oh yeah, like grade nine for you. Cause I was like, yeah. no, you came in grade 10, but that was my grade 10. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah, it was, um, you would go to Brock's monument and Brock's monument is like a giant tower and they, you go up and like, it's to honor Sir Isaac Brock and blah, blah, blah. And part of the activities is going up the tower. And before you go up the tower, they say like, if you have any claustrophobia, you should like be thoughtful. I have a lot of claustrophobic uh, claustrophobia. And because when you get to the top of the tower, mm-hmm. it's like, you can't have too many people going up and down because you will get stuck. It's very narrow and there's a lot, a lot, a lot of stairs and you can't have mm-hmm. like more than two people passing at a time. And if someone is passing, you have to be flat on on the thing. We're talking like grade eight students. So I, I literally, I did it, but I did not like it. And so that Mm -hmm. is the Brock 
monument. Okay. That's a Brock's monument. When my friend was trying to talk to me about it and she's like, yeah. And did you know there? And I'm like, nope, I can't even talk about it. If I am on TikTok, I am getting a lot of content. I can't watch. It's like, here's the conditions. I'm like, nope, do not, cannot know. Um, anyway, so submarine content, it's It's so intense. Yeah. Um, Okay. So I'm headed to, uh, my TikTok right now purposely. This is part of the, of the episode. And, um, I want to use this video as kind of inspiration. So, um, you know, this, this mom is sort of saying that like, look, um, I, I tried sleep training. Now the very first thing I saw in this video, um, was use of the pacifier. So, Clients will say I'm sleep training and then I look and the baby is using a pacifier. So people hate me when I talk about pacifiers because I know that there are sleep consultants and there are very famous um, American blonde sleep consultants. I just don't like mentioning names that are very pacifier permissive. And uh, what I would say is if you tried sleep training with a pacifier and your baby sleeps, then you're probably actually not listening to this podcast episode right now. Or maybe you are. I'm not sure. Um, But Charlotte was very attached to her pacifier. And but she was amazing from a very, very young age. Mm -hmm. She was really good at putting it back in. Herself. And it didn't impact her sleep. It just never impacted yeah. anything for us. Yeah. Yes. Um, I love that. Was, I love but that. that was a big thing, right? Like, I think uh-huh. you always encouraged me to let my kids suck their thumbs. And I think I would always watch for my babies to to see if they were some thumb suckers. Um, and uh, yeah, but, but pacifiers were definitely in our life, but only because she was so good at yeah. grabbing her little hand and putting it back in. Well, and really it doesn't, it doesn't really matter if it's working. Mm-hmm. And so remember that you're listening to this because sleep training isn't working. So if it's not exactly. working and you have a younger baby, especially who can't put their pacifier back in or hasn't learned yet or does well, falls out and screams until someone puts it in, I would say that that is probably a sleep association. Um, yeah. I, I always say like, I'm not dropping any like hard truths. Like the problems exist already. I'm not telling you to do anything but like if you are attempting sleep training and it isn't working and your baby is constantly dropping the pacifier I would probably get rid of it um if if your baby just uses a sleep or excuse me a pacifier during the day to kind of live their life then great um again you don't you can try that out but if you know that the pacifier is something specifically only for sleep I would probably get ahead of it and remove it because your baby's going to cry no matter what. This is another thing about pacifiers. People freak out about pacifiers. When I tell my clients, look, your baby uses pacifier. We're going to get rid of it, especially for my older babies. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm like, Oh my God, they're going to hate this. They only use it for sleep. Like the parental anxiety is usually really high. Yes. Yeah. No, go ahead, Lisa. It is 100%. Like two of my kids were, obsessive with them and yes it was more about the amount of security I felt and the amount and how quickly I could resolve their issue by giving them that pacifier you know um a lot of like child raising methodologies specifically I'm thinking of um Montessori are very against um Mm. letting kids suit themselves or like with oral 
mm-hmm. help because mm-hmm. like it it has associations with like overeating or something mm-hmm. like or you know going like putting things in your mouth to like mm-hmm. calm yourself down right um so uh for sure it's it, it when I had to train my child to give up their pacifiers at around the age of two, like usually it starts to mm-hmm. impact their their um, teeth and all that kind of stuff. And uh, I had very strong feelings about it. And when yeah. somebody mentioned to me, uh, a friend's mom mentioned to me, like, why is your child still having a pacifier? He's two years old, you know? And I remember like the mama bear in me came out and I love this woman and I respect her so deeply and I think that that was the only time I ever sassed her but the <laughs> sass came right out I was also pregnant I would have to say and um, uh, yeah I yeah, mean yeah. <laughs> is that what- but, but the reality is sorry to finish my thought is no. once the pacifier was was pulled from both of my kids mm-hmm. on day two or three it was it was as yes. if they never existed. It, it really was, yes. it was like the amount of anxiety I personally had and yeah. likely put onto my kids about this issue ended up resolving itself completely naturally. And it was just like, oh, yeah, totally. we're not pacify our people anymore. <laughs> Isn't it amazing? And, and that is the story for my clients as well. Like, that's a pretty common thing. So if it is something that you are concerned about, you need not be. It really isn't as bad as you think it is. And again, with the sleep training process, when we are thinking about that, um, you know, that behavior science, you know, how to change a behavior, if that behavior isn't changed, then you're going to continue to have crying. Removing the pacifier actually has less crying involved, That is, which is what we want. So yeah. that's great. Wonderful. Living our best life. Um, and, and so, yeah. And so when you, you are removing the pacifier, um, you know, remind yourself that it's, if you want to continue to use it during the day and about 20 minutes away from sleep, I think that'll be okay. Um, a common, these are some of the concerns. Number one, the obvious baby can't put it back into their mouth on their own. The other concern is that, um, pacifier babies tend to be crap nappers because they're using a pacifier to fall asleep. The pacifier falls out in order for your baby to go back to sleep. They wake at the, their partial arousal, which they should, that's normal. And then they have to find the pacifier. Now, some babies can go, Oh, and they're back down. But if you get that super alert, aware baby, that's like, Oh, I got to find my pacifier. Oh, there it is. Now they have to get from a partial arousal to a full arousal. Now they're fully awake and that's risky business. Now it's up to them whether or not they want to go back to sleep. Um, and kids are irrational, so they might be tired, but they're like, mom, you're the best. Come get me. Um, and so then, and the same goes for night wakings as well, right? Like if your baby has to get to full arousal, and de- and you're having those night wakings still, then that kind of answers your question. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that was that was something I wanted to tell that mom. Number one, I don't even like saying mistakes because it's so judgy, yeah. and that's not my yeah. intention. The only other word is mistake, though. So what or common pitfalls? Sure. Okay. Well, I've that's already named this episode. Gentle. <laughs> I'll be very gentle. Um. 
Okay. So, uh, yes. So then the other thing that happened, uh, in this video, and this is why I love this mom so much. She's recording herself. Okay. She, or it's probably her monitor. What a lovely human, but what an opportunity for me to help. So she says, you know, I'm comforting and supporting. I'm going to get my demo baby one sec. Cause I want to show this. So if you're listening to this, everybody, you can go on YouTube and you can watch me do what I'm about to do. This baby has caused so much trauma for some some people well, watching online. Like, yeah, why I'm are you sure. doing that to the baby? Oh remember? <laughs> or like, that's not a real baby. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I can't believe we're writing that down. Um, okay, so the the parent. So what I'm doing is I'm holding this baby. Um, and now when people are thinking of like gentle sleep training methods, and these are methods that we use, and we're talking about calming, comforting, supporting the baby. So we're going to mm -hmm. go into the room and we're going to see our crying baby. Okay. And what we're going to do is you can pick up that baby like I'm doing. So if you're watching, I'm picking up the baby. You can leave the baby in the crib and you can pat and shush. But what this parent did is she hung around until the baby got drowsy. So you see the baby kind of, and by the way, not just hung around sitting beside the crib. This mom is in the crib, her full <laughs> half body. She, she is this close to the baby and you can see it. Just go on to my TikTok. You'll find the video. Um, she's hanging out with the baby until the baby falls asleep. This happens so much in my own practice and we, this is again, why we exist. So when, um, folks are talking about like, okay, how long should I stay in the room? Your job is to comfort the baby. You're in the room, you're talking to them. You can touch, pat, shush. We are not doing that to a point of drowsiness drowsiness. We talked about this, I think two weeks ago, the drowsy, but awake lie. If you are st sticking around until your baby gets to drowsy, your baby now will wake and expect mom to hang out directly right beside her face until she gets drowsy again. So I get why parents do this or see it as a win. So night one, Mom's hanging out in the crib halfway, right? And before, mom might have been like, you know, bouncing, patting, shushing, feeding. Now we don't have to do that. Now mom just has to lay in the crib. That seems like such a great progression. Behaviorally, the baby just replaced patting, shushing, rocking, blah, 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 with mom being in the crib until I'm drowsy. Mm -hmm. So this, I know we're getting into the weeds a little bit, but... If you have to do something, parents say this all the time, I don't help them to sleep. Okay. Tell me what's happening in the last 20 minutes before bed. Well, uh, we give them a bath. Then we read them a book. Then I feed them a bottle. Then I rock with them uh, for a minute. Their eyes get heavy. And then I put them down and I leave and I give yeah. them a pacifier. Right. It's like, well, there's like eight helps. So if anything you're doing to get your baby to like drowsy, heavy eyelids, that is help to sleep. Okay. So for this mom, it was laying halfway in the bed. Um, but for many of you, I'm going to advise like a check to let your baby know that they're okay. Repeat. Can you hear that Lisa? Yes. Yeah. Sorry. I have, I was like, Hey Lisa, can you hear my like pool motor running? She's like, no, but um, I live in the suburbs and we have a million trees and we have a bird feeder. So we have all different types of birds, including yeah. this crow, the crow, They're, 
the, the crow? crow's letting the other crows know the weather is coming. <laughs> yeah, or they're like, hey, this bitch is doing a podcast and we should be outside. I am um, actually obsessed with crows and I oh. have a lifelong dream and my family knows about this, about um, training a crow to bring me gifts while I leave it food. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Uh, well guys you've heard it here first this is a revelation for me and for all of us together wow okay i didn't know this about you and i'm coming over (laughs) lisa i don't know if you understood or understand the level of crows that we would have in australia like we're talking in Australia, the sun would come up at like five o'clock in the morning and the, they they did that, but with an Australian accent. So they would go, caw, 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 no. 5 a.m. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll send you a video after. Um, but we would wake up to that. Or like I'd be teaching in Australia, I'd be giving a lesson and the girls would be going, ah. Like right outside, and the kids would be like, "I can't hear you." Um, so you would have loved the Australian crows. Mm. Okay, um, so that was you know mistake number two. Now, mistake number three, and you said this at the beginning, Lisa, and I'm like, don't forget. So this is a top three. This is the third biggest biggest mistake. Now, anyone who's followed me for a while. Um, you will know that I do not advise publicly on night feedings because it is a personal decision. Some babies need night feedings, some babies don't. The babies that do not need a night feeding will let you know by a lack of success in sleep training. Okay. And this is don't take away your baby's feedings without talking to your doctor or professional first. Okay. Um, but, um, so in this video, the last thing the, the mom does is she says, okay, I, I tried to lay with her, but that didn't work. That was her language. So I try to feed because that can work sometimes. That is a, a perfect example of the misunderstanding of what we are doing in sleep training. We are, we are not trying to do anything that works. If we do something and it works, we are assisting our babies to sleep. So it's not the success of the intervention. It's not the success of whether or not a feed work works or not. It's that the baby needs to find something not external that works, mm-hmm. whether that's thumb sucking, rolling, um, They'll do lots of like, some babies will like nuzzle themselves into a corner. Um, you know, Nora, my youngest would like, like play with her hair, like make little circles. It was really cute. So, uh, you know, uh, I would say that, you know, don't look at something because what you said, Lisa earlier was it was so easy for me to put the pacifier in and whatever issue was gone. Like it might be sleep or it might be like a bad thing. So this was something that worked. Yeah. Or just like, exactly. Yes. And so parents will say to me all the time, I fed them last night, but they went right back to sleep. I'm like, I'm sure they did go right back to sleep. We, we, they woke and then there was something that assisted them back to sleep. So it's not about whether or not your help works. It's about whether or not you can commit 
to doing that every time your baby wakes in the middle of the night. So in this video, the mom offers a feed uh, and that didn't work either actually. But a lot of parents resort to that or a lot of parents will say, um, you know, maybe they have like a a one-year-old baby and they say, you know what? I'd like to keep a feed in the middle of the night as if we get to make the choice. We don't get to make the choice. Um, Generally over seven months, babies have really like a lot more awareness about whether or not they are being fed. And that can become a sleep association. I know that there are people who believe that you know, feeding to sleep is not a sleep association, but it 1000% is. Whether or not we like it, it is a behavioral association. It's conditioning. I do this, yeah. then I sleep. It, it, you know, it, we can do this if, if we want to take babies out of it. Adults do this. I need X before I go to bed. I need a snack. I need warm milk. We can create conditions for ourselves. You know, now it's like I can't go to sleep without washing my face. I didn't do that as a child, but I can. It's like, I feel that I've created a condition for myself to fall asleep. And that is what feeding is. So again, if it's not something you want to do ongoing, you have to be really careful about the behaviors that you are introducing in the middle of the night. I mean, essentially the top three problems that I've mentioned today are all the same problem. They are help to sleep. They're all different ways of helping to sleep. And this is why So many of my clients, when they call us, say, I've done everything. I've tried sleep training. How can you be different? These are the little things that I can go through and be like, let's change that. Let's change that. Let's change that. And we're going to be okay. Mm -hmm. Guaranteed. Yeah. No, for sure. That makes so much sense. Um, My thing that Mm -hmm. I can't fall asleep without is Mm -hmm. washing my feet. (laughs) What, Lisa? Today, I feel like no, I don't. I think it's like from growing up in a third world country when I was young. You know, like just like be so dusty, and like we always had to like (laughs) shower down. Um, But I have like a real thing with my feet, so like I'll be the drunkest ever, and I'll like throw my (laughs) foot in the sink and (laughs) wash it if I have to. (laughs) I've never known this about you. Oh, really? How did I miss well, that? I don't know. Maybe you don't actually know me. Maybe we are. Maybe we're we just changing. Need to spend more time together. Maybe you need to move to Stratford. Okay. Mm. Okay. Well, there you have it. Bye, friends. <laughs> Lisa is moving to Stratford. Um, yes. On that note, we both have a busy day today. We have to go. Um, but I really wanted to do this episode today because I thought uh, I could speak in a lot more detail about what I was seeing. I think it's so common and I really hope this help is helpful. And again, if you don't want to change these things, then just don't sleep train. It, honestly, like there's no sense. Your baby is just going to cry and cry and cry until they get these things. Obviously there are babies who are more open to assistance to sleep and it not being a problem. And if that again is you, you're not listening to this episode right now. Um, but yeah, that's it. Yeah. All right. Bye, everyone. Have a great day.